0: Welcome to another episode of Milk the Clock podcast here on Busted Coverage, Paul. It's Sweet Sixteen weekend, and can't think, can't think of any other guy you'd want to have on on Sweet Sixteen weekend than John Sally, NBA uh, superstar,
1: champion, champion, all that Stuck. good stuff.
0: Actor, TV host, uh, best damn sports show period.
1: And now, did you know that he was in uh, in both Bad Boys One and Bad Boys Two?
0: I didn't know that. I I,
1: I had forgotten about that before I did a little prep. you got to do some prep for these interview guys. You don't just show up. You don't just roll out of bed, make coffee, and interview an NBA icon like John Sally. You do a little prep work. And the thing I remember about Bad Boys when it came out is Will Smith to that point had been sort of this goody two-shoes actor, as as you will recall, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. And to see him swear on screen with Martin Lawrence was a new low. And
0: it was you were a big deal. that was it was shocking to your ears as a youngster.
1: As a thirteen year old, it was very shocking. I got used to it and now nobody even remembers. It was a big risk for Will Smith.
0: And now look at him.
1: He's Is turned. he still the highest paid actor in Hollywood?
0: Uh, I would assume he's right there with Brad Pitt, right?
1: I don't know who's who second is, but I remember he when around the Ali time, he was at least that.
0: What about Adam Sandler?
1: sandler the (laughs) sandman
0: uh yeah think about how much money these guys like an eddie murphy just make a dumb movie every now and then like pluto
1: like pluto nash that pluto nash movie right just get get a quick 20 mil
0: yeah just make a couple 20 mils there's your there's your year right there and it makes me wonder. it makes me wonder how long it takes eddie murphy and sandman to uh shoot
1: one of these movies Probably as long as they want, you think, right?
0: You think like a month and they're done.
1: I just want to know what the food spread looks like in their trailer. Definitely. It's got to be so good, definitely so good.
0: Uh, yeah, you you know a guy like Eddie Murphy,
1: boom, those those are done. He he's not getting those big spreads anymore.
0: And then he found out that he could just make a half-ass movie, and
1: boom, they'll pay. Him. I'd like to see the the Eddie Murphy rider from the mid nineties. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: doesn't uh, how about now versus now huh now it's very stripped down very oh, stripped down production a lot of vegan
1: a lot of vegan he's really targeting the independent film crowd
0: what were these vegans doing back in the day <laughs> well
1: that's that's a question i want to ask john yeah. sally is why aren't there guys like buck williams or terry cummings or otis thorpe in the nba anymore did society just stop producing them
0: uh well you can ask you can also ask him uh, about being a vegan because i think he's a vegan
1: do you think rick mahorn was a vegan <laughs> oh, good question
0: good question uh <laughs> do you know if rick mahorn is a vegetarian uh a vegan
1: <laughs> right
0: I, I have a feeling I, that he's not
1: <laughs> <laughs> these are the questions people want to know the just, answer to
0: just a hunch but if you want to ask vegan stuff sally is your guy
1: yeah, he's, he's pro-vegan. He's we'll get go, into his diet.
0: And he's going to go straight talk.
1: Straight talk wireless. He's going to give it to you straight, Joe.
0: Straight talk. I also noticed that uh, Sally, his uh, final four bracket, somehow is still alive. I don't know if he wow. reseeded him and picked the sweet 16, but – he is acting he has it on instagram that his final four bracket is kentucky, michigan, villanova and clemson and i believe those four
1: are all alive, right? wow, clemson on the come up. i don't know anything about bas- about nca basketball joe. you know that. i'm all nba. well,
0: this is a strictly sweet 16 questionnaire interview with is john it? sally Oh, man. How about John? How about living on the West Coast and getting these games just in the greatest times? Four o'clock, like game start. Four o'clock, like a guy.
1: So a, he can. A, a he re- can still have a life in the yes. night. Yes,
0: yes. The late game starts at what? Uh, Ten. So starts at seven. Ends at like nine thirty. I mean that is. And awesome. he's ready
1: for bed. It's amazing. You go right to bed. Right to bed. So it's the exact opposite of your schedule.
0: Exact opposite. I live the uh, late night lifestyle, up early. These West Coasters have it easy, especially the retirees. And-, <laughs> uh, and you might want to get a you might want to get a cannabis question in there, John Sally, a uh, big big cannabis guy. So we'll
1: pro, get very pro cannabis. We'll
0: get to all that here in a minute, and uh, we'll bring in John Sally. Uh, he's coming on the second time, by the way
1: he loved the first time he asked to come back for a second we're in
0: and uh i you know i am curious what john does all day because it feels like he just promotes things
1: man him and mark Schlereth.
0: him and mark Schlereth. you put you said that so i'd have to say Schlereth. and
1: uh and i got (laughs) it out i still can't spell Schlereth. no
0: all right let's get to john sally no more no more straight talk let's get to the real straight talk with john sally here on milk the clock podcast on busted coverage
1: is that the silky smooth voice of John
2: Sally? It's the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, show shocking, body rocking, earthquake baby making brother. What's happening? <laughs> wow, my dog, my dog likes that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> John, what's up? All right, man. Every day, man. I'm I'm on the air with you with Straight Talk Wireless unlimited uh, ultimate unlimited plan fifty five dollars unlimited data unlimited talk you can get it at straighttalk.com uh sold exclusively at walmart so you know everybody knows where walmart is this is the best deal of the world so i just decided to get on the air and let's talk smack man on my on my straight talk wireless john do you have a flip phone do, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what's funny. I usually, I have, this is so crazy. I collect cell phones. So I have my first cell phone that was a flip phone. It was called like ScarTech. And uh, in 1996, I still have that phone. I don't use it. I use the iPhone ten. Supplied to me by my wonderful people at uh, Smart Talk Wireless. Uh, but I i was one of those guys that wanted to feel the buttons for a second. And then I went to the <laughs> smartphone and couldn't believe I ever wanted to feel the buttons. It was crazy. John, do you... I...
0: Go ahead, Go ahead Joe. No, uh, John, do you still have a
2: landline in your house? Oh, my... Uh, for my cable... Uh, I think it's connected that way. If you ask me my phone number, I'm going to have to look it up. But I uh, I think there's a landline, but I'm not sure. All
0: right. Uh, Final four bracket that you're promoting on Instagram, uh, that's not your original bracket, correct?
2: No. My original bracket is nowhere even close. And of course, I got pulled into that boheim behind thing with Syracuse. I got pulled in uh all these different guys who've been watching all year. They were totally wrong. Um, no way that I think Florida State was going to do what it was doing. I'm really surprised. Uh, but I got down. I, I, I was embarrassed, so I didn't put up my full bracket that I thought I was better than Obama in. Uh, remember Obama <laughs> for eight years would pick him and everybody would, like, pick around his. Uh, so we didn't have that as a guideline this year, and that's why everything is up and in the ring, just like the rest of the country.
1: John, when was the last time you went to the YMCA and just bombed on some regular dudes in a game of pickup basketball?
2: Oh, it's been forever. I was just honored by the YMCA, man. And they were like, come to the court. I was like, if you want to watch me play, you got to go to YouTube. I am not (laughs) getting on that court and trying to embarrass myself to prove what I've already proved, man. I don't even do it. You throw a ball at me, I will duck. John uh,
0: <laughs> John, what do you do all day? It looks like you have a lot of fun you're always smiling on Instagram. What what in the world are you doing all the time?
2: Living. I am living the life that I'm supposed to live. I used to I used to walk around with that scour for a second, but then I started thinking. Um they told me it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. So I'm trying to keep as least amount of wrinkles on my face as possible. What do I got to cry about? What does anybody got to cry about? Think about it. So I I, I stop worrying and being negative. If I'm not positive, if you're not positive around me. I give you a bunch of chances to be the best person you can possibly be. If you choose to be the worst person and you try to, you become a, a energy vampire or a black hole. I will not step in it and I will not get bit. So I stay away from all the negativity.
1: Go ahead, Paul. Hurry up. Yeah. Ah, let's go back to 1989, 1990. A kind of a negativity slant here, John. If you had to fight either Rick Mahorn or James Edwards, both noted
2: badasses, who do you pick to square off against? James, James Edwards. Uh, really? Without Rick even Mahorn, a thought. You never, not a thought. Never put your hands up to Rick Mahorn. Ever. It, it, it would be. It would be. <laughs> I, I would, I could slap and move around Buddha all day, because what we'll we be call James Edwards, but boy, Rick Mahorn is a beast. You, you don't want to do that. You there, don't can you give, do us,
1: that. can you give us? Can you yeah. give us a bad boys behind the scenes story that you've never told anyone?
2: Oh, and I should tell you guys on on national radio.
1: Hold on, let me think
2: about it. Uh, nobody
1: <laughs> Nobody's listening, John. Right, Nobody's please, listening.
2: Sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, your your producer was telling me that, and it was like, hey man, you know, you pay these guys twenty five dollars, no one's listening. I, I I don't know. Behind the scenes, it was it was it, it, it's crazy because you know how everything putting anything together. By the time you come on the air, you step on the court. It's put together with scotch tape, but people don't see it. But uh, right. w- we we were just really into work. It wasn't it wasn't any really craziness. I remember one time a guy got in the locker room and was upset we lost and started throwing the garbage can around the locker room wanting to fight and being all you know dramatic. And by the time everybody got in the locker room, they were like, "If you had that much energy to do what you just <laughs> did to the locker room, you should have left that out on the court." So I learned right then it was my first year too. All that stuff you see in the movies, don't do that. If you if you frustrate it. And you got to do that kind of stuff, you might want to go see a Shrake. So that was that was the bottom the, the part. There you go, Paul. That's the story I can what, tell you. There's your the story, you go, John, Paul. Was,
1: that, was that guy who was raising, raising hell? Was that Scott
2: Hastings? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hastings is still one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, radio extraordinaire. Uh, flat feet, no cartilage in his knees, but was the smartest player ever.
0: <laughs> All right, Paul, he's got to he go. He's got to go, Paul. He's got to go. Go Last ahead. Question.
1: Last question, yeah. John. How how would an old-school bruiser like yourself or Terry Cummings or Buck Williams or Otis Thorpe do in today's NBA, and, and why aren't though, those guys around anymore? Did society just stop producing men like that?
2: I think so, man. I haven't seen a guy like Otis Thorpe. Otis Thorpe uh, used to play the Houston Rockets for people who don't know, and he had muscles in places on top of muscles. <laughs> and uh, I should say, if Otis Scott was walking by one of his kids, he would grab him by mistake because his hands were like suction cups. Uh, and then Terry Cummins, Terry Cummins, they said, had a bad heart, right? He had a, a heart murmur. He, mm-hmm. was, he hit me one time and looked at me, and I was like, I could never fight Terry Cummins. Terry Cummins was straight up a martial artist in the look of the way he played. And then Buck Williams, so you mentioned these guys. He was the player association um, president. Uh, I had to go against Buck, man, and he was like 6'9 of all muscle. And mm-hmm. that look, man, he had those pork chops, uh, sideburns. He never he, he wore that style until it came back in style and it still ain't back yet, but he still got it probably until <laughs> it comes back in style.
1: <laughs> oh man, love it, John. I miss all the OGs.
2: Yeah, man. It was it was it was some characters, man. It was some characters playing back in those days.
1: For sure. Well, what website do the people need to go to, John?
2: Well, besides going to John Sally, S A L L E Y dot com. I want you to go to straight talk wireless. This is the best deal you can find out. Everything you need to find out. And it's not about being cheap. It's about being smart with your money. Right? It's, a, it's hard <laughs> working money. $55 a month and you can talk unlimited, free, uh, unlimited data. You can also get straight talk wireless at $35 but if you want the ultimate unlimited plan, $55 a month, you can talk text, and stream some of your favorite you know, watch the games, watch the tournament. You can stream it while you're at practice, while you're at work, when you should be working. Uh, this is a great deal. So make sure you go to straight straight talk, wireless.com. Don't mess it up.
0: Thanks for the straight talk, John.
2: <laughs> That's right. Straight. You guys be good. All right.
0: There it is. Appreciate it,
2: man. The straight talk
0: Thanks, straight from John Sally, straight into Paul 80s ear. There he goes, Paul straight talk, I'll get it out there one more time. Straight Talk Wireless, thanks to them. John Sally stopping by. Always a good time. I know you went You went well over five minutes. You're going to get yelled at by these PR reps. You got in nine minutes, so that was good. And uh, you got your old basketball stuff you wanted to talk about. That's, that's always good for you. It's, you're going to use that. You're going to text that out to your buddies.
1: Oh, yeah. You're
0: going to get that out. Uh, oh, yeah. how, how bad was the dog barking? Could you really hear that?
1: The timing was perfect, just like we practiced.
0: <laughs> she starts barking. The dog hit
1: its cue. Oh, right, right the dog when, was uh, right on the
0: mark. Right when he comes on, the dog starts barking. John Sally
1: slides in, slides in, slippery smooth as ever, like, like butter in your hands, like warm butter. It
0: was a great opening from Sally. He knows how to t- handle this. He's been on a few radio shows in his life. Uh, he's probably just sitting on his sectional couch right now. How tall is John Sally? Six ten. Six eleven. Six eleven. Sprawled out on his couch. All he has to do is get on the phone, on his straight talk wireless account, and talk basketball. What a life. I'm
1: with him. What a life. I'm with him though because hey, he earned it. I I'm with him on the flip phone thing because the thing that boggled my mind about smartphones, I feel like I was the last man on earth to the smartphone. I didn't migrate. Until around 2013 or so and it just blew my mind that the screen didn't have buttons and the only thing I could think in my paranoid uh, early 30s was what if the screen stopped working and it's just a stupid screen the odds that it's gonna stop working are high so I held on to the smartphone or the non-smartphone I still have the flip phone as well Joe some great images on there in uh, in 180p. And uh, I don't know how I'm going to pull them off, but I'm holding onto that phone.
0: That is the great question. Uh, we dug through my uh, glove box the other day, and I had an old phone in there. And my son looked at that thing like, what in the hell is this thing? And then when he realized that the uh, the, the keypad slid out, it was one of those sliders. Once he realized that, those. then he was like, whoa, this thing is this is some crazy technology. Uh, With all the
1: individual – there's an individual button for every letter or number, right? Just like a keyboard. Right, like a a mini keyboard. Do you remember when two-ways were a thing? Do you remember when Nelly was rocking a two-way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go on. So it was like half of the features of what we have now on a phone. (laughs) But it was really progressive for the time because I could just text you. I could just text Joe Kinsey. And I it was like the next step from a pager where right. you'd get a number of beep you that that'll be an interesting conversation to have with my daughter Fiona to explain the concept <laughs> of a pager.
0: Did that's you, gonna be a good did one. You have, me, did you have a did you have a pager? That. Did you have a pager?
1: Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. of course. Did, did you? you?
0: Oh yeah. Well see when And you had, it
1: had like a dangly chain. It had a really I was flashy with my pager. I had like a long gold chain that really? connected to my pocket.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, see, I would turn my clip out to the end of my pants and then uh it would be down in my pocket so nobody would just pull it off my pants you know what i'm saying pro
1: pro tip that was the pro tip for the pager you clip it inside clip outside
0: yes that is the that that was the move uh you came from a divorced family i came from divorced parents uh that was the only way my mom could really get a hold of us when we were out running around pagers (laughs) really Oh yeah, because <laughs> you know the chance that you're going to catch me near a landline is
1: next to zero. So it's it's remarkable. How did we get anything done when we had to be connected to a landline just to talk to somebody? I find like, yeah, I'll I, call you at 9 p.m. Joe, and that meant I'd be sitting by my landline and you'd be <laughs> sitting by yours. <laughs> it's just crazy.
0: Think about that. Think about that lifestyle. Uh, you don't have a landline in your house, do you?
1: No, but my mom does and I went over to her house cuz she's, you know, almost 70 years old and I went over there this weekend with Fiona and she has it in the garage. Doesn't know the number to it just like John Sally just said. And Fiona picked it up and was just looking at I I managed to score some video of her trying to figure out how to work the landline. <laughs> it was great. Extra uh, long cord. Oh, you
0: know. oh, it's not even a cordless. It's still on the cord.
1: Long cord, real long.
0: <laughs> I love it. I <laughs> I have, I don't know when the last time I've been in a house that had a landline.
1: Well, yeah, well, it happened too. Back on Halloween, we went sugar treating with my oldest friend in the world, a guy I've I've been friends with since kindergarten, and his mom still lives in the same house that we you know we'd be at when we were kids. Same exact phone that she had in the '80s on the wall cord literally a 40 foot cord and i i just had to get sentimental with the phone <laughs>
0: did you stretch did you stretch the cord
1: i absolutely did that was the second thing i did because i was like fiona look what you can do and i took the cord i took it off the hook and walked all the way across the kitchen into the living room <laughs> and everybody all the kids just laughed ah. they were like what is going on yeah and it was and, great
0: and then the fa- your family would have to like limbo under the cord you know, when you're, in, you're yeah. back in the house. Yeah. Uh, and the,
1: the cool thing about the landline that was fun that you hated at the time was when you're on the phone with your buddy or whoever. Like you somebody, if you had a brother or sister, they'd get on the other landline, the other phone in the house and listen to your call. Absolutely. And you'd be like, I know I know you're on there. I can hear you breathing.
0: I'm going to beat your ass if you're on the other line.
1: <laughs> you better not be listening to any of this. Yeah. Oh, but,
0: yeah. But
1: yeah. So Land- yeah. here's a question. So. If you can get a Straight Talk wireless phone for $55 a month, a hard working 55 as John Sally noted, how much could you get a pager for?
0: I want to say that the pagers were like $20 a month. Back in their in prime. The, back in the day. I think like 20 was the number. And I remember it being like an astronomical price in the times when I had mm-hmm. it. And it was like, are we sure, Mom? You sure you really want to get one of these? Uh, and I, I think it was like a package deal where if you, if my brother had one and I had one, you could get two for twenty. One of those kind of deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But you remember when you would see a person with a pager? You know, like you see somebody that's on from the wrong side of the tracks with a pager, automatically. You
1: just assume, just assume they're a drug dealer.
0: <laughs> automatically, they're a drug dealer. Uh, but myself, auto, myself, uh, never accused of being a drug dealer with the pager. Uh, that was just Ma's way of uh, sending messages.
1: I used to love when you get a page for anybody doesn't know how a pager works or <laughs> worked. Maybe past tense is more appropriate. You it would you'd look down, it vibrate or beep also known as a beeper, and it would show a number. And that phone number was basically requesting that you call them. My favorite thing about it was when you'd get one, and it would say 911 at the end because that meant emergency. Call me ASAP. And the people that hit, you know, had 911 were the people who were never – it was never an emergency. They were just high-maintenance people. Uh,
0: very high – yes. <laughs> there were all sorts of codes, right? You had all sorts of codes. Yeah. Uh, All sorts of code. I, I, I can imagine. It 420. Man. 420. I can imagine Danny, the intern, listening to this. He's like 23 and just having no idea what the hell I'm even talking about right now. So
1: God, yeah. What, it just feels weird to get old, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? What is like, that
0: cutoff line for a person that doesn't know what a beeper is? Or they know what it is, but, you know.
1: Like, oh, no, I think you're right. I think a lot of them don't know it. Probably anybody under 30 has no idea, right?
0: I would assume 30 is easily... I would assume somewhere, not know what it is, but know, like, see one in action. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going oh, to say... A
1: pager in the wild, Joe? Yeah, a pager yeah. in the
0: wild? I'm going to say uh, <laughs> 33 and under. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'd say 33. That's pushing it. You're right about there. Because
0: uh, One other thing about Sally was I was shocked that he didn't have a cell phone. I think he said until, like, 96? Hmm. Uh, and then it wasn't one of those giant uh, cell phones in the bag. Do you yeah. do you remember those?
1: I absolutely do.
0: And my brother had one, so I'm really shocked that a guy like John Sally didn't have a uh, a bag phone.
1: <laughs> but he, bag phone was big deal.
0: Yeah, he said he had a flip phone. That was his first cell phone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, the, ba- the bag phone was interesting because the numbers, the buttons, were on the outside top of the phone. They had that weird – they were made of like that weird gel substance.
0: Right. <laughs> How about this?
1: And How literally about- car phones. What about car that's phones? Where
0: I, that's where I was headed next. How about this? When you would go and – did you know somebody that had a car phone, which was like the bag phone, but it was – it it was where the numbers were mounted. The, yes, but it was mounted. Did you know somebody that had one of those?
1: Yes, and it, it blew my mind, honestly. And did like, you? Well, this did, is a whole other level. Did you think that that
0: person had maybe hit like the the lottery or something?
1: Something. Some, they had done something like, right.
0: Yeah, they like sold a ton of drugs or something.
1: Tons of drugs, like literally tons. And the other thing too is the the car phone was corded.
0: It was. It was corded. Like it was like a house phone built into the car. And it was only
1: like,
0: it, it, it was only built into like Mercedes and shit like that.
1: Right, absolutely. It's funny to talk about all these hardline connections and how dependent we were on them as a society and, and then to think about our time on Radio Row at the Super Bowl, how we had to revert to Hardline to get anything done, just sucking off the teat of Hardline. It was it was a real blast from the past. You couldn't do anything without a hardline connection.
0: Well, you know that's the thing is uh, the technology hasn't caught up to the speeds yet, right? The speeds right. haven't caught up to the technology. Just like today, we were going to do this over uh, video, but we know that with me being on wireless at my house, we're not going to get, we're not going to be able to run video, high dev video, in uh, without a hard line. The speeds aren't good sure. enough.
1: Here's another question I have for you about wireless connectivity. So you know how like in the 40s and 50s, everybody was just smoking cigarettes constantly, like lucky strikes, and it was all good. Like, you're not smoking? Come on, have a cigarette. It's like there was vitamins in them or something, the way people would smoke them. Well, then 50 years later or so, everybody's like, how could you not know that cigarettes were bad for you at any point? Is there going to come a point where all these Wi-Fi rays that are constantly shooting through our bodies at at all, you know, is Fiona going to be 40 years old and be like, well, duh, dad, no wonder your shit's all fucked up. (laughs) You you slept by a wireless router for 30 years. (laughs) Yeah, the
0: wireless router was built right into the side of your bed, uh, mounted right Right. (laughs)
1: there. Right. Right, like, oh, how did I get testicular cancer? Oh, it couldn't be because I had a fucking smartphone in my pocket every day of my life for forty years.
0: Uh, you think the <laughs> like ba- it's
1: just going to be so obvious?
0: You think the batteries have something to do with
1: it? <laughs> I hope not. But, I hope not, Joe. I'm not going to be shocked either.
0: But people are so used to it now; they're like, "Screw it, we're too deep into this.
1: We're too deep in." I need to get. I need to check my Facebook notifications. I need to see <laughs> what's going on on Tinder. You know, I it's worth it. You know, that's the thought process of today,
0: right? Uh, and then the and then there's the people that say that they uh, they don't want to hold the phone up to their head because it'll it'll cause brain cancer.
1: That's my mom. That's my mom. But if you ever talk to my mom on the phone, it's on speaker and there's a video feed and all you see is the ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> but your mom's you said so your mom's joke.
0: almost seventy. She should be like, screw it. I might as well go for it now. She's not taking any chances. She's she's not thinking about forty years down the road. Uh, (laughs) No, No. not even on the radar. She's worried about today. Uh, Anyway, that's a great, great topic for you know. I had no idea John Sally would even turn into twenty minutes of
1: uh, technology talk. Great content. Great technology content. This could be a, a, a podcast on CNET. Uh, you no, know, this, this
0: is legit. It really could. Uh, cutting the cord, all that good stuff. Uh, when did you cut the cord?
1: Phone. Um, from the phone, the landline? Yeah, great question. Last landline I had was actually in this house um, because I had a DSL internet connection with a landline. So 10 years ago.
0: Wow, I have you beat. I haven't had a landline since 2004. You do you remember it? 14 years. I do remember it. Uh, I remember having <laughs> a VoIP connection. Do you remember VoIP? Voice, <laughs> I do. Voice over Internet Protocol. Uh, and I w- that was where you could get a, a phone number. I lived in Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to pay. Uh, I didn't want to pay the uh, the rates for long distance phone calls. So I got VoIP. And then I got a number from where all my family lives. And with that number, mm-hmm. I was local. So that ran through the uh, through the internet connection. So I, I said – That was
1: actually a genius genius setup for the time. It 14 was. 14 years ago. A lot of, Not I everybody had, was doing that. I,
0: I was very technologically savvy back then. Uh, but then I was like, well, why do I need a phone line? I don't need a phone line. There's no need. I don't mm-hmm. call anybody here locally anyway. I have a cell phone. So, uh, mm-hmm. so then that was the end of the, that was the end of it. No more, no more lines. No, no. Everybody's like, Do you have a phone at your house? I'm like, no. They're like, well, what if the kids and I listen, when, when the kids get old enough to be in this house by themselves, then we'll cross that bridge. But one of us <laughs> is always with them. Always. You know what I mean? Well, as
1: they age, yeah, as they age, uh, straight talk wireless has a plan for you, Joe, right. $55 a month. Get little BC, a cell phone, get BC3 a cell phone, get the whole family connected and then just sit around the living room with the TV on while everybody's immersed in their own screens. That's the, that's the way you do it now.
0: That's a whole other topic. Faces and screens.
1: <laughs> My buddy Miles calls it blue face <laughs> because there's just the blue light just shimmering off someone's face as they're completely zoned out and, and tuned out.
0: When you go to restaurants, do you ever just look around and – you just sit back, look around at people that have their faces in phones?
1: Yeah, I do. I, I absolutely take an inventory.
0: I I find <laughs> myself doing it almost every single – and the thing is, is I don't want to be on the phone when I'm at a restaurant. I'm in, I'm on the computer all day long. I don't want to be on the phone. You know what I mean?
1: Right my there comes a time where you just have to turn it off and put it in the other room to get anything done.
0: Right. My favorite is when I go to a restaurant and I see a husband and wife and they're <laughs> they're pushing 60. Uh, let's you know, the kids are out of the house, uh, no grandkids yet, but they're out for dinner and the wife is playing like words words with friends and waiting on dinner. And then those are the people that are like, well, shouldn't we as society not be on our phones all the time? And then you're like, well, what the fuck? You're on your phone at dinner waiting <laughs> on your appetizer, and you're out here preaching that people shouldn't be on their f- – like the youth of the world is being rotten because they're on their phones. Like you people are the ones leading the leading the
1: charge. Speaking of uh, youth of the world – I uh, was talking to my buddy Holland in Chicago last night, and they had a like a mayoral election, and or something. And four uh, percent of the millennials turned out to vote.
2: <laughs> four
0: percent.
1: Uh, yeah, honestly, twenty-seven percent of the general population in Chicago, and four percent of the millennials.
0: <laughs> let them vote over. Uh, let them vote over Snapchat, and they're in. Yeah.
1: Really. <laughs> really. So.
0: Uh, I think it's that's it. We off. should just leave it there. Uh, old people, young people, each got crushed, and uh, we remembered old wireless connections. So that's uh, that's good.
1: We've come a long way, Joe. All
0: right, Paul. That's it. John Sally. Thanks to him. Thanks to Straight Talk Wireless. Got that plug in, and uh, we're getting we're getting better with getting these podcasts out, Paul. We're building up a we're building up the 2018 gallery, the listening gallery. You guys
1: have been asking. Guys been have been asking. asking for regular regular interview pods, and we've supplied them. There it is. Um, had a couple more, more old-school interview potentialities come through this week. Good. And uh, we'll just keep pumping them out for you guys. Good. Uh,
0: that's it, Paul. Thanks for stopping by this morning, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time on Milk
2: the Clock Podcast here on Busted Coverage.